Hi, my name is Debbie, and you're welcome to my podcast channel, the SOD Podcast Channel. And specifically, you're welcome to this series, which I have titled to practice law in Ontario, okay? Uh, If you're a foreign trained lawyer in Canada, this first season of this series is for you. I promise you, you want to stay tuned. You do not have to wait until you are completely done with the NTAs before applying for articling. Little but possibly life-saving tips that may help you draft the perfect, well, near perfect article resume. Out key resources on the Law Society of Ontario's website that you should absolutely utilize while preparing for the Ontario Barrister and or solicitor exam. I got calls the Ontario Bar like 10 minutes ago. And after we're done with the NCAs and it's time to apply for articling, uh, I'm not sure what the trajectory of subsequent seasons will take, but I'm certain of what I want to do with the first season, which is basically to pay forward. My name is Debbie, so let's get So, like I said, you're welcome to my podcast channel. <laughs> I can say my podcast channel like hundred times. I'm so excited. Like, it feels so surreal to finally be doing this because I've waited to do this for the longest time. I always said after I got called to the Ontario bar, this would be one of the first things I did. And now look at me kicking things off my bucket list look at me doing what i said i'll do look at me not procrastinating i feel very good in this moment i feel very proud of myself like there's the fact that i'm doing this and there's the fact that i'm now a lawyer in ontario hey me (laughs) okay so yeah it's just it just feels exciting it just feels you know, surreal. I got calls the Ontario bar like 10 minutes ago. Um, and it was the most amazing feeling to walk across that stage with my family and my closest friends, like just cheering on the background, immense the world. And it was just a full circle moment because it's a journey that I have been on for the past four years. But we're here now, we're here, so we thank God. Uh, I feel good, I feel proud of myself. I feel like, hmm, you deserve. I feel like, hmm, relax, sit back and, you know, enjoy. Enjoy the moment, enjoy the meaning of the moment. You worked for it, you deserve it. Um, I'm, I'm definitely feeling thankful to God. And I'm definitely feeling like, you know, I'll soon be expensive. It feels good. Uh, but that's, that's by the way, that's by the way. Uh, so this series is going to have seasons, okay? And I'm not sure what the trajectory of subsequent seasons will take, but I'm certain of what I want to do with the first season, which is basically to pay it forward. And as an aside, one of my favorite movies 
ever. I love this movie so much as a child. I watched it so many times. It's titled Pay It Forward. You should check it out if you haven't checked it out. This is not a sponsored ad. I can't have a sponsored ad because this is basically my first episode. Um, but check it out. It's a really nice movie. But again, I digress. I digress. Um, let me look through my notes. What do I want to talk about? Okay, so who am I paying it forward to? In this first season, I'm paying it forward to foreign trained lawyers in Canada. Okay, who is a foreign trained lawyer in Canada? A foreign trained lawyer in Canada is someone who was licensed to practice law or is licensed to practice law in another jurisdiction outside of Canada and has most likely now relocated to Canada and wants to go through the licensing process or is already in the licensing process to get licensed to also practice law in Canada. Needless to say, I am, was, am a foreign trained lawyer in Canada. Even though I've now been called to the Ontario Bar, I don't think I'll stop referring to myself in present and as a foreign trained lawyer in Canada. Not just in solidarity to others also going through the process, but I feel like that title, in quote, um, is at the very core of, you know, the foundation of my legal background in in Canada. Um, that title and the community of people that I met who also consider identify themselves yeah that identity not title i i feel like it's at the the very core of you know my legal journey in canada and so i am a foreign trained lawyer in canada even though i've now been called also to the ontario bar and in the course of my journey I, i encountered so many other foreign trained lawyers in canada and one thing that I believe cuts across all our experiences is the loneliness of the journey. It's unarguably the loneliest journey I've ever embarked on in my entire life. And when I say loneliness, I don't even mean uh, I don't even mean the absence of community or people to, you know, to to lean on. There's that because for many foreign lawyers here. We're without family and like the friends we grew up with and classmates we grew up with, you know, there's that. But um, at least if you reach out and you do your research, there are a couple of communities out there that you can join and be a part of to provide that support system. I was fortunate and privileged to be part of a few of them. Uh, but when I speak of the loneliness of the journey, I refer more to the absolute scarcity of information that uh, there is. I remember uh, when I was about to apply for Articlin, I had so many questions and I, you know, I just felt like I needed so much information I couldn't find anywhere, not on the internet, nothing. And, you know, it was just so frustrating and so lonely. Um, but I was fortunate to encounter a couple of people who shared with me like 
invaluable wisdom and pieces of advice that I employed that blessed me and helped me through my journey. And I promised myself that when I was done with the licensing process, I would package all those pieces of information from all those different people and put them in a little tiny box and then hand them over to you. Okay, so that's basically what I'm here to do. I'm paying forward all the advices, all the information that I've been blessed with by people all through my licensing journey. Most of the information, um, to be really honest, uh, centers around the articling process and certain mentalities that you should carry into different stages of the licensing journey. Okay, so my goal isn't to regurgitate already existing information. My goal isn't to outline the licensing process, you know, in Canada because there are some amazing people who have like YouTube channels and have put out articles to assist with those. I mean, I can do it if I'm specifically asked or requested to, but my main goal is to fill in the gap, right? So to fill in the gap of existing public knowledge on, you know, that are beneficial or can be beneficial to foreign trained lawyers in Canada. And personally, I find that that gap exists most within the sphere of articling, applying for articling, like drafting your resume, drafting your cover letter, you know, where to where to find postings, you know, articling interviews, just stuff like that. You would more you're more likely to find information on the National Committee of Accreditation, that's the NCA examinations and bar exams or CPLED programs than you would on applying for articling as a foreign trained lawyer in Canada because it's one thing to apply for articling I believe and then it's one thing to apply for articling as a foreign trained lawyer in Canada so a huge chunk of this first season of this series will 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 focus on art the articling journey and also you know I will touch on other bits as well, but long story short, I don't want to say, start repeating things that are already out there. I'm just passing on what has been passed over to me. Okay. And this is probably a good point then to give a disclaimer, you know, to say, you know, I'm now a lawyer, so <laughs> I have to be careful of the things that I say. I have to give a disclaimer, you know. Uh, not just for the sake of giving it, I actually mean it to say that nothing I say on this episode, on this series, on this podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, on this channel, now or in the future is constitutes legal advice, okay? If you need legal advice on anything, you should speak to a lawyer. You know, it's not even personal opinion because like I said, it's just things that were information that were shared with me that I'm sharing with you. So I'm basically just passing, you know, passing on, you know, so I wouldn't even consider a personal opinion. It's me paying it forward. Uh, it also doesn't represent 
any views or any opinions or whatever of any current employer of mine, future employer, or any entity or organization I am or may be affiliated with in the future. Okay. And lastly, there's no guarantee that anything said on this uh, channel or on this podcast, on this series will work for you. Like I'm not saying, oh, take this and do this and it'll work for you. It's just, again, me passing on information that was passed on to me. Okay. So I think I've reached a 10 minute mark or if I haven't, then I'm pretty close. So I'm going to wrap up now and say thank you very much for listening or watching if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I couldn't possibly sign up without plugging my social media channels, okay? <laughs> so, for now, I'm just on Instagram. I would probably have a Twitter account on uh, TikTok or whatever in the future, but I'm trying not to overwhelm myself to already a lot as it is. Uh, so, for now, it's just Instagram at the SOD podcast channel underscore. And then I know I've spoken about my YouTube channel a couple of times on this episode, but my YouTube channel is the SOD podcast channel. If you're currently watching on YouTube or when you go visit on YouTube, please make sure to do all the things that YouTube people do, like, subscribe, share, all of that. Um, But most important to me is that you share this video with whoever you think it may be this podcast video whatever oh my god i get confused with whoever you think it may be useful to okay that's most important to me than liking or subscribing and then finally my email address is the sod podcast channel at gmail.com if you have any follow-up questions or suggestions on things you'd like me to speak on i'd be very happy to do so within the limit of what is allowed by you know regulatory authorities okay and i think that would be all so thank you once again for listening i hope you have the most amazing day and the smoothest licensing journey bye